The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Episode 15 is the name, and Dennis and I are all about that entertainment information game here on the Ooh, Pinball dude. Show. What, a, what an intro. A little jumbled there. How are you, Dennis? I'm good. Yeah, what are you, right. uh, we what are you up to? We found some news. We got stuff. We do. We got pinball stuff. The world is opening back up, our country anyways, and uh, it's terrifying to me, but it seems very very much the norm for the rest of the country mm. yeah well I'm, I'm seeing some number increases but uh-huh. I, I guess i guess things are trending up in maybe not always positive ways oh man i heard the music there nicely done dennis yeah our, our country is not scurred anymore no no I, I i saw my favorite was a, a meme one of those uh, baby yoda memes i'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen, seen them before chicken nuggies yeah 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 so yeah the chicken nuggie style one so there's often one where kylo ren is explaining to baby oh, yoda yep. inside side panels how to say words so it's like we're loosening and baby yoda says we're loosening some restrictions baby yoda some restrictions so kyla says we are loosening some restrictions and baby yoda goes pandemic over <laughs> that's well that's america right there that's america oh we had a uh, a neighborhood get together yesterday oh i thought man timing wise this Block may be party. the, the yeah, it was the worst idea ever uh, not only that but we all crowded together at the end of the cul-de-sac in a shaded area, uh, sweating and exchanging probably bodily fluids. Yeah. Great idea, right, Dennis? What sort of block party was this with all this fluid exchange? Well, you know, everybody's sweating and stuff. Is that a is that a sweat of bodily fluid? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Perspiration. I don't know how you were exchanging it, but close proximity. Or you, you just know. like you just like shake your head like a dog getting out of a pond, yeah. just flinging it everywhere into everyone's mouth and eyes. Yeah, yeah I don't. It, it was uh, questionable, but if I would did, you invite them all in your twenty-one foot pool? Oh God, no! If I would have said something though, my wife would have been like, "You're just trying to get out of it, like you try to get out of everything with strangers." And I'm like, "Well, that's that's accurate as well." Did you sell any pinball machines to him? You know, uh, a couple hard sells, but um. I've got some appointments for them to come down to the game room and take a look. Already paying dividends. These people have money. They can they can buy some. Yeah, machines. yeah. You ain't in no low rent neighborhood. Yeah, come on. And the worst of it. So if that was not bad enough, listener, they had everybody brought their own homemade dish. Oh no! And then you saw that none of them knew how to properly uh, shape plates. Indiana, what is wrong with you? No, everybody, that was one of the contingencies. Everybody brings their own silverware and plates. Oh, oh, because that's going to help as you hand mold the meatloaf, Barb. Oh, also, uh, for the listener, two, two broken things on my end this week. One was a good thing. One was a bad thing. Dennis, I broke, I don't know if I broke my keyboard. My Mac keyboard broke and I can't. Use the the K button or the apostrophe. So I've been going nuts lately. 
with my um, my editing or typing. I'm just mm, yeah. Without the apostrophe, it. your ability to convey possessiveness is challenged. Oh, it's bad. I think people are like, man, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know how to do that. But I do. I do. I'm the guy that usually says it's an issue. And the other broken thing this week was the good one. Today marks the day that we have broken ground on the new flipping out pinball slash the pinball network slash straight down the middle studio in my home wow recording studio has broken ground coming very soon we're going to get even better podcasting experiences better video experiences better streaming experiences from yours truly so stay tuned for that but you do commit to the same old terrible takes and people like consistency so you are the vanilla (laughs) bean of Pinball media. Hey, if I'm going to go ice cream, I'll go vanilla bean, and I won't look back. I'm not going to eat chalky chocolate, that's for sure. Man, uh, all of these ice cream makers, none of them come close to the taste of chocolate. Ugh. You're probably a chocolate lover, aren't you? Uh, It's not my preferred ice cream, but I I think when they make it with chocolate, it tastes like chocolate. You probably like avocado and baklava. My favorite is strawberry, Zach. Okay. We've discussed that. Followed by pistachio. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Pistachio. That's right. Yeah, so so actually one of my favorite uh, types of ice cream uh, t- is spumani. Are you familiar with spumani? I don't know what you just called it's me, but I'm flavor, taking offense. It's a three-flavor, kind of like Neapolitan, but the flavors are different. Instead oh, of no. being strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate, mm-hmm. it's chocolate, pistachio, and like a... Uh, dried cherry. Oh, good lord, man! It's, it's very cher- good. I don't know if I've had cherry ice cream. Yeah, it's it's well, I, I yeah, you don't. Yeah, they do sell it separate. Some you know some brands do, but yeah, if you can ever like, I think Edie's makes a spumani. You might you might try it out. You might want to skip the chocolate layer though, because you apparently have a well, strange bias against it. The, the pistachio would really be bad as well. Pistachio is one of the best ice creams. Ugh. You want to talk about some news and listen to these beautiful correspondents? Yes, I would love to hear the correspondence and their wonderful news. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. I think everybody listening to this podcast knows that Special Winlet and the Pinball Show alumnus Ken Cromwell dropped off the podcast landscape when he started as a communications specialist for Jersey Jack Pinball. This makes sense from a conflict of interest perspective, but it also meant that his podcast talents were going to waste. Until now. Starting in June, Ken will be back with a Jersey Jack pinball podcast, promising exclusive insider access to the goings-on at Jersey Jack Pinball. I, for one, will be glad to have him back on the air, and I'll be listening to his 30-minute podcast closely, hoping to find out what will be the next new title along with the rest of you. I encourage all of you to give Ken's new podcast a listen and want to wish him the best of luck. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Hey, this is Kaz with a quick American Pinball update. I reached out to programmer Joe Schober, and the team at American Pinball is eagerly awaiting the governor of Illinois to move to Phase 3. That will allow non-essential manufacturing to resume so that Hot Wheels can be released very soon. The team has been very busy polishing the code, and a lot of the team members have been busy working late nights to have it up and ready. And also, Houdini and Oktoberfest code updates are coming soon. For American Pinball, this is Brian Cosner. Hey, 
Hi and welcome to this week's Spooky Hackers Industry Talk Update. The only real news is out of Spooky that have recommenced limited production with enough parts available and enough social distancing at the workforce to allow some production to occur. Some games are going into boxes, including a nice butter game for one gentleman in New York whose name shall not be spoken. We all know who he is, and you'll both be glad to know I'm working on another quiz, and it'll be even harder than the last one. Another quiz. Another quiz. Another quiz. That's it for now. Catch you next week. The factory is firing up. Stern hires number one. Zombie Yeti posts a beauty. Code updates and the Stern Pinside Top 100 gets a do-over. Hey everyone, Craig here again, the Pinball Show's Stern News Correspondent. Well, a busy news week as much of the U.S. begins its non-essential reopening protocols. Meanwhile, strange lights and noises can be heard coming from the Stern factory as our sources confirm that the Stern factory is in fact gearing up its production. So stay tuned to your podcast and Twitch streams as we may hear of breaking Stern news soon. Ooh! Now as previously stated, we can only assume that the schedule of new production titles will be Stern's contracted game Heavy Metal, followed by a yet unconfirmed new title which the smart money currently has on the Zombie Yeti John Borg title of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And speaking of Zombie Yeti, the famed artist posted a brilliant rough line sketch of what could have been the start of an Evil Dead translite, causing the pinball community to salivate at the prospect of seeing more of his rumored work on the upcoming TMNT. And in other news, Stern announced this week that they have hired the world's number one ranked competitive pinball player, Raymond Davidson, as a game development software engineer. Hopefully the hiring of Davidson continues Stern's streak of hiring highly ranked and talented players to help design and code its future releases but we shall wait and see. And lastly, another big code update for one of Zack's favorites in Stranger Things with code .92, which includes a redesigned upside down mode, new light show experiences, along with additional bug fixes and polish. And lastly, a big thanks to Dennis Creasa last week for pointing out some inconsistencies with my Stern Pinside Top 100 choices for what I considered a Stern pinball machine. So to keep it simple, I've decided to redo my countdown on a future episode using Dennis's always sound polymorphic logic, noting only the company names of Data East or Stern Pinball. But that's all for this week. For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Always great to hear from the correspondents there, Dennis. Let's jump oh. into uh, Craig Bobby's submission oh, of Mr. Stern Craig Pinball Bobby. News. Your favorite I, uh, buddy. I want. I want to apologize, Zach, to Craig oh. Bobby. Well, that's nice because of you. I feel I wasn't clear enough. It's clearly on me. It's clearly okay, my good. error. I thought I meant, and I perhaps I just completely misspoke to clearly convey that it was Daddy East to mm-hmm. Sega to Stern Pinball. Yeah, so, that's what I heard. Yeah. So with him indicating that he was going to leave out Sega a major chunk of years in that lineage of the now existing Stern Pinball's entire lifeline, uh, or I should say entire lifetime. It's like, oh, that wouldn't actually be accurate. So I need to 
clearly I apologize for not being articulate enough to explain what I had tried or had hoped to explain, which was goes daddy East Sega pinball, Stern pinball, all and it's all tied. That's all the same thing. Okay. Do you think we're going to get another correction on the next correspondent? I don't care. <laughs> I'm just, I want him to succeed. So. I love, uh, do you think it still includes Stern Electronics? But no, it, no, Stern Electro- no, there is a, there's a gap between the Stern Electronics and the start of the Data East pinball division. I understand why it's confusing because Stern pinball today, Stern, they both have the name Stern. Gary Stern was involved with both. I understand the confusion, but it's not technically the continuation of the same company. That's my only point. But Data East to Sega to Stern Pinball is. What do you think Craig thinks, though? Do you think he thinks still that Stern Electronics, Data East, then Stern Pinball? Or do you think I, he's going I to I think he thinks this? that he just wanted to do things with Stern and that I should have just shut up. Oh, that's I what don't I think know. I don't know what he's going to do that's now. That's what I, if I were him, I think that's what I might think. You would just but, pull a market trends and throw it off a bridge. No, 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 I mean, he can design his system however he wants. It's just what what logic he was implied he was hanging his hat on doesn't exist in the way that a lot of people, I think, think that it might. So he still failed you. I don't I don't view it as a failure on his part, because I'd have to re-listen to the episode to know how perhaps I failed him. So oh. maybe this time I was more clear or maybe I should blame you. Maybe you edited out the part where I explained it all really concisely. Nah, I'm pretty sure I heard that as well as the listener. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, Craig, look, you gave it a good old college try, buddy. Let's. You got one more in you. Let's see if you can get it. <laughs> you get one more try, or else we'll be finding a new Stern correspondent. Oh, but we'll have to wait and and see. see. Don't give up, Craig Bobby. No, we believe in you. Craig Bobby reports that his sources are saying that a breaking news announcement of Stern Pinball opening production very soon. Is imminent. Oh. Hmm. He said he hears uh, strange sounds from the factory. Well, I didn't realize he resided so close to there. We might not. We might not be able to replace him if he's basically living at the factory. It might have been an exaggeration or hyperbole. No, but, no. But as was that. Uh, so it looks like we're going to start seeing. We're going to start seeing the factory lighting up now. We have rumored Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we know Heavy Metal. Right. He's he's reporting that heavy metal and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but if TMNT is in fact true, I think that with with this lag time, Dennis, they they're going to bump that. They want to start getting that money flowing again. That would be my guess. Sure, but they wouldn't have to have a even if they do quote unquote reveal uh, heavy metal first. It wouldn't have to be a big. I mean, heavy metal yeah, is like a is a boutique run. thing. I mean, it's not even like an Elvira. It's like it's ultra. It's like the Primus thing. There's hardly yeah. going to be any market for it. They so. could knock it out in two days. Yeah, the whole yeah. Run. I I wouldn't be. It's like when they did the Star Wars Home Edition, and it wasn't much of a delay before they did Jurassic Park. After mm-hmm. that, yeah, very true. I think it'd be like that. Stern Pinball also hires the number one ranked pinball player in the entire world, and subsequently he's also the Pinball Network streaming affiliate in Raymond Davidson. Yeah. They hired him as a game development software engineer. So your your hypothesis on this being a farming a farming unit. We're we're a farm team. A farm team over here at TPN. I don't know. There's more data points to suggest that uh, you're trending correct. 
You know, I didn't know that uh, Raymond was a software engineer. I didn't either. And they talked about his his work with um, some of the previous companies, Amazon stuff he's worked for. I didn't either. I messaged Raymond to congratulate him. And, you know, me and me and Raymond are kind of tight. You know, uh, mm-hmm. n- not really, but but uh, I said, Raymond, I just I hope you don't forget about us moderate skilled players that want pinball moments. And what do you reply? Damn, he said exactly what Zach Sharp says. I cannot confirm nor deny. Stay tuned. No, uh, no, I wanted to say, no, Zach, the moments are dead. There will be no <laughs> moments. There will be only scoring purity. <laughs> um, he says, you know what? Ray, Ray, Ray Day gave me the coveted thing that I hate the most, Dennis Creasel. That fucking thumbs up. Oh, I love a thumbs up. As you I know, I am it. a fan of thumbs upping. Cool. And then he did message me not to put his info out there, but um, let's just say he's a fan of you and I's show. Oh, well, that's nice of him. I don't know if I shared that with you, but he's a fan of our show and our camaraderie. Hmm. hmm. Well, it's entirely faked. <laughs> so it means we're doing a good job. Or as uh, John Lovitz would say, acting. Hashtag fake love. Stranger Things got a code update, Dennis. Point nine two. Ooh, we're getting close to point one. Or one point, oh, sorry, point one. But we're going back in time, Zach. It's terrible. Soon there will be no lights. You still have a hefty uh, point zero eight left. Mm. Oh, the wonders that can be in that point zero eight. Redesigned upside down mode. That sounds like it means dramatic changes to how it functions. I have not updated my game yet. But uh, in the readme file, it talked about they're switching up. Like, okay, so you'll have that traditional upside-down mode where you're going for drops and stuff. I think that's even tweaked. But then it'll alternate. Another upside-down mode may be more ramp-based. Oh, differing differing upside-down modes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do, do a Star Trek analogy and say kind of like the differing away team missions. I think so. Though obviously started in a completely different way. Also a Lonnie Rop game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's interesting. New Maybe light my show experience. More true than even I realized. Interesting. Oh, it's this is true. Do you like light shows? Because this has new light show experiences. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, I I can't say light shows are underrated. I think a lot of people are really focusing on them a lot, and like that's a thing that Jersey Jack, for example, is really known for is having really good mm-hmm. light shows. And that's mm-hmm. one of uh, people who even don't like the gameplay tend to like on Total Nuclear Annihilation is the light show. That's true. There's a difference between. Light shows and flash shows, though. That's true. Uh, well, I mean, a, a, fla- a flash show is is a form of light show, but I, I do think when people say light show, they mean something much more comprehensive than just creative use of the flashers. Telling the story with the use of RGB bulbs a lot of times. I don't a nice know if light I show is that. for me. I don't know if I'd go that far. Oh, do you remember the time where the magenta told us about the teal? No, I'm, <gasps> I'm not sure what you mean by storytelling through light shows, but... Uh, it sounds pretentious, so please no, go on. See Jersey Jack Pinball whenever it starts up the Wonka Vader multiball. Hey, look, Skittles, candy, equal light. Yeah, okay. Oh, so there story. you go. You have a point there. Oh. Taste that rainbow with your eyeballs. <laughs> look, I like light shows. I even like Dwight Sullivan Flash shows. For me, it's blinded by the light. Wake up like a douche. But no, that's not the. I always. It always sounds like that though. It's a deuce. Holy oh crap. 
There is your deuce right there. <laughs> guy has no muff. I have no muffler. I, I guarantee no you that guy was listening to a little blind in the night. Are you a fan of that song? Uh, yeah, I do like that song. There it is. Wake up I can't like remember a who did it, though. <laughs> What's the band? Slither of the Night. I don't know. Siri, who sings Blinded by the Light? Lights is by the weekend. Not, no, it's not even the right song. Why, why are you so inarticulate with Siri? Blinded by the light. Siri's been like a shithead lately. Not a motion pick. That <sighs> might not be the name of the song. I know it's not. But she should know better. <laughs> she should. <Yeah. laughs> she should. She should know. She should. I, I, Mikey Bruce Springsteen. No, it's not Bruce Springsteen. No, it's not Springsteen. No, it's a band. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Manfred Mann. There we go. Manfred Mann? Yeah, Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. What's the song called? It's called Blinded by the Light. No, it is. Yeah, okay, so it is the song name. Then why would they ever... No, and, Br- and Bruce Springsteen did write the song. Apparently, as a song facts thing is telling me, you would hardly recognize Springsteen's version if you're familiar with the Manfred Mann's one, which is what I'm pretty sure is the only one I'm familiar with. God, Siri blows. You leave Siri alone. When you hear blinded by the light, just that phrasing points to one place. And she found Blinding lights by the weaves or whatever. A weekend. (laughs) Weekend. How do you not know the weekend? Siri, play a song by the weekend. Let's see if you can fuck that up. We're on a timetable here. We can't be having Siri sing all this crap. I'm trying to put you in the worst mood. uh. One cleaner than your church shoes uh. Really point to just to hurt you uh. All red lamp just to tease you uh. Siri, play Outcast. Hey, oh. hey, <laughs> that is the hip-hop you know <laughs> You leave Outcast alone, too Oh my god, I know about Outcast I don't know what he's saying, but yeah I often don't know the name of the bands for songs, <sighs> though As I proved with Manfred Man. New light show experience as well as bug fixes and polish. So if you've got a Stranger Things, go ahead and update that bad boy today. But what if I have a P3? Well, unfortunately, if you have a P3, you can update the code, but the only update that you're going to get is probably the new heist as well as the newly announced introduction to head-to-head gameplay over the internet with Cosmic Kart Racing. That sounds like a pretty significant update. This is big news. They've uh, been pushing, making some moves over there in Texas. Now, this past Saturday, Multimorphic actually demonstrated this technology. Gameplay, head-to-head. Remember, listener, Cosmic Kart Racing is very akin to your typical arcade racer, like a uh, like a Mario Kart, where you're battling and you get power-ups and you can hurt the other opponent. But now, Pinball can do that online versus somebody across the country or across the world. Wow. I sure would like to hit pinball players with blue shells and then make them lose. Oh, do you think they could make a Mario Kart now that if they pitch this to Nintendo? Oh, that'd be awesome. It's a me, Mario. It's a me. Who are you? And Mario Kart, which guy did you always pick? Toad. (laughs) I'm the best. You went with Toad, huh? Toad, yeah. You like Especially that low-profile, uh, fast and, and double The one I mostly played was Mario Kart Double Dash, and Toad and Toadette, for that matter, they had... The, everyone had a, a, their own custom power-ups. You, you know, you had Maybe your we just get like the mushrooms. 
Yeah, he had the mushroom that you could repeatedly spam the gold mushroom. So he could just keep spamming speed boost. Oh. And so okay. I would just do that. And as I passed everyone, and I do it couch co-op, and then I, because I'm really obnoxious, as you as you know, Zach. As I passed everyone, I just go, I'm the best. You're the worst. <laughs> and I just do my toad impression the entire time, and then I come in sixth anyway. Thanks, lightning power up that shrunk me. I was already the smallest character in the game. I think I've just fallen in love with the new character. Get in the back seat, four-inch crystal clone. I've got the Din Din Toadstool. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, Which regret, makes it endearing. I regret sharing as I often do. <laughs> Less control with Toadstool, though. Less control. He had like a, like, well, you know, by default, he'd be in a light cart, for example. Mm-hmm. And light He's faster. Had faster acceleration, but a lower top speed. So if you're oh. a good driver, you don't want a light cart because you... You just have less actual... If you can stay on the track, you'd rather have a vehicle with a higher top mm-hmm. speed. Now, I always chose somebody in that same class of vehicles. Can you guess who I chose? Every shy time. Guy. No, not Shy Guy. I went with... Um, I think it was uh, the the Cooper, Koopa Trooper? Or oh, Koopa. okay. Koopa Trooper? Yeah. The uh, the Shell Guy. Mm-hmm. Love the Shell Guy. You, oh, what you the, give me... three. sound? Yeah, you give me three green shells... It's oh, like yeah, it's, it's like having a red shell for me because I'm a sharpshooter, baby. Ooh, I love that. There's nothing better than being in first place and be like, look in your rear view mirror. Hey, bitch. And then you throw one backwards. Oh, he gets on your ass too much. Bam. Green shell right behind you. Yeah. Well, back to Cosmic Kart Racing. There's a whole interview I read with Pinball News on this. Pinball News did interview Jerry, and the article can be found on pinballnews.com for more of the technical details. So technical, I lost track at, at certain points. They're talking about internet connectivity and, and letters and numbers put together with dashes and periods. I don't know what they were talking about, but I do know that this, this last Saturday, they actually did it. Jerry invited people and said, hey, you got a Cosmic Kart Racing? Let's get online at the same time from this time to this time, and let's battle it out. Why they didn't stream that? God knows, but uh, it was reportedly successful. Oh, yeah. I did hear from people. I saw online on social media, people sharing that they had a lot of fun with it. I didn't realize it wasn't streamed. I thought I just missed the stream. Why not stream it? He, yeah, he that would have been, been uh, that would have been good promotion for it. I, in oh. my humble opinion, but yeah, a little, a uh, little video of the player playing as well as the uh, whatever. The, the interview I thought was uh, with Pinball News was really good. Okay, uh, when it all, uh, yeah, it was very. In some ways, it was pretty technical. There were a couple of things that I I was still, and I bet Jerry knows the answers to these. But I w- walked away from the interview with a couple of questions. One okay. was the they did uh, Martin with Pinball News did ask about the bandwidth thing, mm-hmm. and I imagine it's not a big deal. Jerry kind of indicated that. Yeah, in terms of latency and stuff, it wasn't an issue. But I was kind of curious, like, if you were to play the game for an hour, how much does it upload? Like, how many megabits of data does it upload and download? Because people are often on throttled plans at home. That is a good question. I'm just, I was just curious. I I would assume it's pretty light, but I, I I have no sense as to what the size of the packets of data are. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of curious about that. Uh, And then one of the other things was uh, Jerry kind of explained the lobby system in regards to how it would like if 20 people were wanting to try and join up yes. it'd let four people in does the host have the ability to kick people out like if you're trying to set up a game with your friends what happens if three people jump in right away and you're like well but that you're not the who I want uh, to play with d- i'm set trying up to get designated a party groups 
Yeah, so I was kind of curious, okay. like, is that is that managed by the host, or is, is that is that something you can control right now, or is there a way to give out, like, a unique key? So there's just a couple simple That's questions. That's a good question, too. Yeah, but I was just, I mean, just things that popped in my mind. Um, hmm. Most of my other thoughts were actually an- answered in the interview, so I didn't walk away with very many questions. Yeah, and he did, he did say that this code update, this uh, connectivity right now is still considered beta. Right. Um, or you're not going to get overall ranking system right now or central records that are going to be available right now, um, which that's got to happen, though. You, I you imagine there will that. be some some setup. But I he did in the interview touch on pretty heavily that they want to be really respectful to privacy concerns as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's good. They also indicated that this update and this online connectivity is free. Mm. It's not a uh, it's not a downloadable content payment thing you gotta and, make, and that doesn't surprise me. I think that if for no other reason than that, eventual having the head to head play was really promoted with the Cosmic Kart Racing module back when mm-hmm. it was released that they mm-hmm. were going to do it. If you want to hear an audio form uh, of this Canadian Pinball Podcast, an interview with Jerry this last week, I believe, and they were talking about it as well. Uh, but back to the Pinball News article, this was interesting to me. They were talking about um, different setups of every pinball machine. We've talked about that in competitive play a lot. You know, when you when we're getting these people online, how do we know what the pitch is? How do we know if there's extra ball? How, just how do we balance this all out and make it more objective? Pinball News asks, is it possible to compete fairly against another opponent on a different P3? And Jerry says, essentially, it just depends on how you report fairly. Um, he used the example of like two tennis players might have different rackets. One might be more tightly strung than the other, or lighter than the other. So it's going to be hard to identify that. But what I didn't know, Dennis, was that there are some cool features on the P3, he said, many of which are patented, uh, that indicates the behavior of the machine, and it can track that. So, for example, he says, if you've ever played Lexi Lightspeed, this is a direct quote, in fact, if you've ever played Lexi Lightspeed Escape from Earth with the glass off, you've probably had it call you a cheater. Huh. So this thing knows the angle of your play field. The P3 system knows how strong your flippers are, how fast balls move on the play field, and even more. I, I didn't know that. I, I did. That's cool. Yeah. I do uh, like the, tech, that. the engineering technology behind P3 has, in yeah. my view, never really been questioned by anyone. It's, it's Jerry's it's always monster. been more than willing to demonstrate what it, what's capabilities are. So, and he even talked about some games. You may even be able to actively handicap one machine to make it match the other's machine's performance. This is, this is interesting stuff. I just picture it like a battle game where I'm playing you over the internet. And I know that I can get a power up that just stops you or inhibits you in some way. And I fly past you with a pinball, a physical Pinball. That's so freaking cool. You know what would be even cooler though? Jerry. (laughs) What would be even cooler is if you had a way to put a webcam accessory on this game and you could see a player cam and I see that player cam in the corner of my screen. So I see you in one picture. I see Greg Bone in another picture and then I see Ken Cromwell in another picture because I'm battling you three. So I see your facial elements the whole time somewhere on the screen. So when I hit your ass with a proverbial uh, turtle shell, I can see you weep like a little baby. 
Yeah, but that'd be a you'd have to add hardware that adds more privacy stuff. I think the easier thing at this stage in particular that solves the privacy issue entirely and doesn't require new hardware would just be to let people choose avatars that maybe have fish like Toad and Koopa Troopa. Are you saying you resemble Toad? <laughs> I mean, if I wear the hat, <laughs> please do. Come on, Jerry, make it happen. We need we need video camera. I have camera. that same cheery face and demeanor. Oh, you do. And I often wear uh, sleeveless vests without a shirt on. Oh, sexy. Well, I wait in wrong castles to inform people that the princess is not here. Fucking toad. Last thing I'll touch on is wording. Wording in this interview on Pinball News. He indicated very specifically that cosmic cart racing online connectivity is free. Instead Mm. of saying, yeah, our online connectivity for games is free. Very specific. Well, remember, remember though, that uh, Multimorphic allows third-party companies to Mm -hmm. develop games. So they may not have control over what those entities do to add features like DLC. Okay. When asked on the recent podcast interview about, are you going to make the other games online connectable to battle people like Lexi Lightspeed or Heist. He said, that's not the focus. He would rather, I'm saying this in my own terms, but he would rather focus on new games that fully utilize the connectivity experience rather than just throwing features in an older game that doesn't make sense. So he said, you might get some leaderboard stuff. You might get some other stuff, but if it doesn't make sense, they're not interested in it. And I like that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Speaking of online connectivity, I wonder when Spooky Pinball is going to be connected online. Have they been talking about it? I don't recall hearing I anything. just I figure every manufacturer at some point is going to do it. The oh, re- yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there will be more and more pressure for at least code update purposes. But, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I You know, they got a fully sold out set of Rick and Mortys to build. I don't think they need to worry about it right now. And the reason I bring it up is because Eric Pripke, coder for Spooky Pinball, was recently interviewed or guest appeared on the Poor Man's Pinball podcast, mm, okay. PMPP. He was talking about the recent code updates to Rick and Morty. Poor men. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. They're they're middle class men. They're rich. <laughs> yeah. well, let's just... They got a swimming pool full of gold coins. Yeah. Scrooge McDuckin over there going for the poor men. Uh, the poor men asked him about where the code is at now on Rick and Morty. Uh, where, where is the code at? How close are we to completion? Um, and Eric Pripke said, as of March, as of the March code release, Rick and Morty is, is a fully operational game. So, so it's at 1.0? Or they, they feel like it, that mean? that's that's a full game. Now it's just about adding different content and cleaning it up a bit. They've they've transitioned. They don't do the code updates with um, uh, perceived percentages like your .89s or anything like that. They've switched to kind of the American pinball style where the upcoming code updates are just going to be, they're just going to be titled what date they are released rather than some chronological number. A date released as a chronological number. When I type that up to send you the show notes, I fucking knew you were going to say it. I knew it. Uh, why'd you type it? Because the other letters weren't working right to say what I, you actually meant? I just knew you were going to say it, and I thought, you know what? <laughs> You're no. talking about dates, and then you say well, it's not chronological. Yeah, oh, my God. What a tool. I, but what's the differentiation? I, the, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. One of them is based on date. One of them is based on a perceived percentage of completion. Yeah, that's a perfectly good description. You should have written that. It's a hell of a lot more letters. <laughs> you wrote out chronological. That's like the biggest uh, word you know. It's polynomials, bigger. 
No, it's <laughs> yeah, not. But you don't know what that is. You just <laughs> like to say it. Son of a bitch. Uh, so, currently, there are six major adventures in the game Rick and Morty. Six major adventures and one main multiball. Does that, yeah, it seems a little light. Not going to yeah, lie. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, sort of on par with what we'd get in the 90s. Now, the next release should have eight adventures. Pripke's currently working on the ninth adventures and an additional multiball. See? Uh, okay, so... Now, if you ask me... It doesn't seem full then for Ed right, well, and stuff. Uh, your, and your note, assuming that that's captured what he said in the interview correctly, was fully operational. So that, to me, that means that that's when they got to the point where the game fully behaves in a way that you can put it on location and play it and people will experience it. And that's fine. But versus a, if we were going with that completion style, that mm-hmm. it still wouldn't be a 1.0 because if they're still adding major adventures, then they don't have all of the course. modes in that they plan. And I don't know if they've got the ultimate wizard mode coded in there. Either. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I wouldn't describe that as a, if they were doing that style of, of numbering. But couldn't I we say that to Stern Pinball Machines too? They're fully operational. Uh, yeah, I, I usually. I mean, I don't know if Batman, when it came out, was fully operational or not. <laughs> Touché. But most of the Touché. other ones were. But, but yeah, and that's, I think that's my understanding of Stern's method is when it's at 1.0, all the planned modes are in the game. Okay. Now, they might still go in and change a mode or add a new mode or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the old days, it was easier to tell because you usually had, say, uh, and it doesn't have to be that old of a game. It's like you look at Guardians, you got an insert for all the modes. So you know what the modes are going to be. Where in the hell is my emulation initiative, damn it? Speaking of Spooky Pinball, Dr. John, he reports that Spooky Pinball is back in production. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. So you should be getting your Rick and Morty soon. Ah, Fingers crossed. I did uh, did submit my accessories list. I was sent that, filled it out, and sent it back. That's what you were waiting for last week. That's what you were so traumatized about. And I got it. So the trauma's gone. The Trump, well, now the waiting game begins. Yes, but that's different. It is. It's a different that's mere, trauma. That's mere patience. You have a somewhat working Big Lebowski to distract you. In the hey, meantime. we'll talk about that. But uh, no, they're back in production. And the rumors that I'm hearing is that they are in, they're in the starting the 80s, basically. Okay. Numbers wise. And you're like 85 or 87 or something? I'm 87. Or no, I'm 86. Yeah, I'm 86. Oh. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even remember that. Any any idea uh, what I went for on the accessories? Uh, you would have done okay. powder coat. Oh, yes. Coin door or no coin door powder coat? A coin door. That's correct. Uh, bill acceptor coin door or no bill acceptor coin no door? No bill acceptor. No, I went bill acceptor. Really? Just in They're hopes. so ugly, I'm surprised. Well, just in hopes that the mod couple, they have one of the most golden mod ideas and they just haven't pushed it forward enough yet. But you take that bill acceptor played out and they have a shadow box in there that's lit. And they've done that on Pirates of the Caribbean, Willy Wonka. And hmm. I told, okay. told Dave and Darcy over there, you guys got gold there. Strike. I make. wasn't familiar with that. So okay, that's so the that, only reason I got that coin door. Well, that that made that makes more sense. That's an extra like fifty or hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. What about you? Uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't have buttered it. Didn't butter. Correct. You do know me well. And I did leave off. So I get the plastic protectors, the interactive light kit, uh, the speaker light kit, a lot of the extras. But I I chose not to add one. Any guess to which one? I would say ninety percent of people added that I'm boycotting. Shh. <laughs> 
I no. got the shaker, got the knocker, got the decal mm. targets, target decals. I didn't get the side art. Oh, the inside, uh, side yeah, the art? inside art blades. I okay. I really Why? don't like those at all. Huh. Okay. I I think it's uh, I don't think it's good at all. And that's probably they went generic so that they could get it approved by Adult Swim and Cartoon Network. I get it, but no, because I thought. I don't like those at all. And then I'm going to have to take those off. Ugh, no, 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 no. I don't want to get the goo gone out just to take those art. Nope. So I'm going to get some mirror blades and install those, I think. Mm. Unless, okay. unless a mod maker can actually make some good art for those side blades. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. And then Dr. John also told us that he's back and he is already working. We got a lot of feedback on his last quiz on our oh, last did show. We? Yes, we did. Oh, boy, yes, we did. And uh, he said he's already working on his next quiz for us to take. Only this time, he said, it will be even harder. Well, he actually said, hada, as you guys heard. So what do you think about that? That was a bit of a uh, an interesting take on a segment last week. Yeah, you <laughs> might you might want to summarize the what the feedback was, because I, I have a sense as to what it would be, and maybe put the brakes on that. Yeah, I mean the the feedback was essentially if if I if I composited it all, it was what the fuck was that? That's essentially what everybody said. <laughs> I would have just said, I would have just said a hundred percent negative. <laughs> uh, it was still l- listening back. It was fun. Editing back was a nightmare. Thank you, Doctor John, for that. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Eh, not so sure. And he said it's going to be even harder. Nah. It was pretty hard. Be a strong and pass. that we didn't understand the rules, I think, probably. Were there rules? Up. Were there rules? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Speaking of lack of rules, we got a Dutch pinball update. Oh, wow. That's not very nice of me. Uh, n- another Dutch pinball newsletter went out um, saying a lot has happened since their last visit. COVID-19 outbreak, but they are still able to keep building new games. I didn't realize this. I knew it was low, but Dutch Pinball currently consists of four full-time employees, and the fifth full-time employee starts this week. Actually, I don't know if they're full-time. The fifth employee starts this week, which is Barry's daughter. Barry is one of the owners, developers uh, of The Big Lebowski and Dutch Pinball, uh, but Barry's daughter will be joining the team. Yeah, I knew it was a small group. I I knew they'd still been building. They're excited to inform us that they've started shipping the early Achiever games. I thought I had seen something about that, and mm-hmm. I did not think that was ever going to happen, so I was incorrect. Yeah, they said one in every four games that they're building is going to an early achiever. I knew that was the target to do so, about one in four, one in four, one in five, I think was what Barry had hoped yeah. to achieve a few months ago, he'd mentioned. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, bravo there. Now we do know that the transparency and the honesty of this company has not always been good, so take that for what it's worth. I don't know whether to believe them or not. We don't have any evidence of really if one of ever four is going out as an early achiever. Oh, in the, ter- yeah. In terms of the numbers, yeah. I, look, I, I mean, I don't believe anything. We'll see people report when they get their games, at least some of them. So yeah, I don't be that. I don't, they 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 burned me on that. I don't I don't uh, I don't trust that. But they, there was a uh, yeah there was a a line I guess from their newsletter. If uh, when I look at your when I look at your summary mm-hmm. uh, that I the we currently benefit from not being a large company yet. Mm. Uh, do you think they ever do another game besides Big Lebowski? 
I don't think so. You see, and that's where they're not going to have the equity. I don't and think that, so. A lot of people, I think, I think you'll see two camps. Let's let's assume now because mm-hmm. of what's going on with EAs getting games that uh, Barry actually achieves everything he said. All the EAs are made whole. Mm-hmm. They somehow sell enough uh, new games to new people at this higher rate, which is where I've. I'm not surprised they've been selling for now, but I really question how long can they keep getting the same amount of money because everyone has been expecting the company to fold. So they've been willing to buy a rare game and the game becomes less rare with every new one that comes out. Uh, But let's say it all happens. It all works and all the EAs are made whole. It still was a multi-year process for people to just be made whole. And I really question whether people who basically have had to stick with it because they've had no choice Mm -hmm. or they're paying buying a new game because coin takers guaranteeing essentially you know holding the money in escrow and guarantees that they are going to get their game that that's a big leap from being able to do that because you're kind of stuck with it or it's we're doing extraordinary steps to make sure you feel confident to being willing to put down money for a new game exactly because how many people got into this and said oh yeah it's it's totally cool to be told i'm going to wait five years just (laughs) to get what i was promised no they wouldn't sell any and so that's where I just don't think that this – I think to me, just my opinion, I think best case scenario is Barry makes everyone whole, essentially is forgiven mm-hmm. for because everyone did ultimately get their game and then closes up and just goes back to being a hobbyist. Yeah, I think they break even at best. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's enough to – it saves face. I think you can – you go to shows and people don't yell at you or take pictures with you you know, behind your back. Yeah. Is what, what, the, uh, what the thing has been with some other others that have mm-hmm. sort of been seen as uh, having failed at the attempt to make – you know, it's like kind of like how Premiere, when they shut – they didn't go bankrupt. They shut down. They paid off their creditors and they just went away. And I think that's okay. And Highway Pinball did a similar thing where I think they sold – the rights and everything from Highway Pinball to Pinball Brothers, or Pinball Brothers came in, they bought everything, they bought the company, essentially, and then they just closed it down and opened up Pinball Brothers, or had yeah, Pinball Brothers Yeah, that one's open. a little more, like, I think I think there's the potential, given what's going on here with Dutch and Barry, that the, the Dutch Pinball can exit more gracefully than that was, because there was mm-hmm. still the situation that Highway Pinball had people who bought Alien that didn't get any money back and didn't get their game. Hmm. And the way Pinball Brothers took over, it wasn't like Highway went bankrupt and they went to the bankruptcy auction and bought all the assets. They had gained control and transferred assets away from Highway Pinball, waited for the statute of limitations. That's not the right term, but that's essentially what it was. And then went through the the British bankruptcy process and those assets couldn't be touched. So I think a lot of people, if Pinball Brothers comes out and starts selling stuff under Pinball Brothers, there will be people that will refuse to buy from them because they feel they undermined the the pre-orderers on the alien pinball machines that hmm. they took money out of their pocket. Again, my, my opinion. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a logical thought there. Um, but, but Dutch, if they get everyone, if every EA gets their game in the end, they won't have that problem. Phew. But I, I never thought it'd be possible. I just, and I still think there are a lot of hurdles. I, um, you know, Barry paints a really optimistic, uh, process here. You highlighted from their newsletter a uh, the aspect about uh, Dutch is starting to work with companies to supply sub assemblies so that they mm-hmm. can build faster, and they're going to start uh, outsourcing the production. Which is this is all really good stuff. I still, to me though, the big barrier remains how many more people want to buy a game which has pretty good reviews. 
But at that price point, when it's no longer going to be rare, who pays 12000 plus for a game? Mm. If I were you, Zach, I'd sell yours. Well, you can still get a lot back. Well, I've considered. Okay. That, I'm just giving you my recommendation because I really think the price is going to yeah every every one that comes out lowers yeah every yeah every game that comes out lowers the value of the previous yeah, one yeah exactly and that's yeah. where the, that pressure has to start being felt on the new inbox eventually eventually I mean just it happens with any anything they they talked about sub assemblies and working with companies that supply sub assemblies so that they can build even faster Barry says in the coming months quote we will continue to outsource the production of quote, simple sub-assemblies to qualified companies. Of course, we will continue to do the most difficult parts ourselves. And he's referring to assembling the play field, the final assembly of the entire machine. It, does this worry you, this whole sub-assemblies again? I thought this was the situation they were kind of getting themselves into before. Uh, I mean, they were using an entire contract manufacturer, which is, they I, they were doing some of the sub-assembly construction Mm -hmm. but they were also doing the main assembly as well it just worries me because it feels like his goals are bigger than uh, currently what he's doing and and the current pace if it's working damn it leave it alone yeah but i think i think he we've got another pressure of whether or not he'll be i think he's trying to if he can do it all this year he won't have to renew the license again so there's still a time constraint that he doesn't want to deal with would be my guess so Mm -hmm. i actually think that this is not a bad idea if they can find good companies that they can trust. Sure, sure. But I, I think most of the, Ugh. I mean, most of the complaints. And where are you going to get the money, Dennis? Are you going to have money to. If he, uh, I, he's probably, I mean, 12, I don't know how, what are the new in boxes? They're over 12,000. I mean, there's the a lot of profit 12, built into that price. Cause that game ain't worth 12. It's, it's 12, five, but shipping is included to my knowledge. So that, I mean, you're looking at 12,000. I don't, the bill of materials on that machine's got to be high. Of course, it's not it's even not close. Like ten thousand dollars, though. Let's not forget it. what this game was originally sold for. So Eighty-five. I know. The only way he can do one in four is if he is making some super bank on these new inbox sales. But what's to say? So overpriced. What's to say he's not still in debt to like Coin Taker and he's paying them back? Like we don't know. I yeah, I don't. I don't know. But if he's in the position where he feels he can go ahead and start uh, hiring uh, subcontractors to do assembly work then uh it scares the hell out of me other than the construction what costs are there i mean the games developed the games they know what all the parts are are he has parts yeah yeah Yeah. so at this point where i i'm assuming what happened initially with ara and everything had to do with not understanding the full scope of what the cost would be to get the games because like at this point surely he has a handle on it Mm -hmm. he understands now if for no other reason than trial and error has taught him. Okay, I now know uh, exactly how much it costs for me to build a game. I would I rather... How, here's how much I can take out of my profit, and I'm going to be able to push... Plus, again, he may also be thinking about this. How many more people are going to pay twelve five? How many? I Wouldn't it be better if I can start pushing out 15 units a month instead mm-hmm. of five or whatever he's doing? Yeah. I think it just may be more efficient to employ 15 people to put them together quicker. But I may be wrong. Maybe it is cheaper going with a sub-assembly company. And I don't know if he's been relying on any volunteer. Originally, he, his proposal was he was going to be building with essentially volunteer labor. So you got to get yeah. those people out of that at some They're only going to do it for so long, especially yeah. if they see you're making money. You're going to turn around. One of them's going to jab a Phillips head screwdriver into a play field. How about that, well, Barry? I mean, well, I mean, it, it all made sense. Use volunteers. You get stabilized and then take some of that profit 
and invest it into people that can be paid to do it so that it's, you know, they have a professional standard. Uh, you're mm-hmm. not feeling like you're exploiting your volunteers anymore. Let them get back to their lives, all that stuff. So, Hashtag family labor. That scared the shit out of me, all that. What did make me happy is it's rumored that this illuminated laser-cut apron for the early achievers, you may be able to buy that as an additional mod. Doesn't say early achiever, of course, but uh, an additional mod that's going to cost eh, a little pricey, about $800. Oh, my God. Okay. For an apron. How about that, Dennis? Uh, well, it sounds like something that'd be right up your alley, Zach. Oh, it's it's jeweled and the light patterns go throughout it. Mm, sounds good to me. So aprons sound good to me. This will probably sound good to you. The IFPA recently announced a competitive alternative because they're not sanctioning events right now. You don't right. get your, no Whoppers. No Whopperelli is crying nope. in a corner right now. The IFPA is proud to announce, this is from their website, the implementation of the IFPA Challenge Rankings, also known as ICR, for all players. In partnership with MatchPlay.Events, the ICR will be based on the results of official IFPA Challenge matches held between any two players around the world. I think they've spoken about this idea in the past. I think I've heard Josh talk about plans to do something like this. Where yeah. people would be able to challenge each other. Originally, it was going to, I think, take place, if I'm remembering right, and this is a while ago, so I apologize if I'm incorrect, but like t- if two people were at a location and they agreed to play. Uh, I remember that too. Like on a certain number of games, and then they, the result would be submitted and it would go to this uh, ICR instead of the Whopper. I still don't know how you, how you watchdog that or how you make sure that that's secure, but. Well, with it being just two people, they would. They'd be self-reporting, self-monitoring mm, each other. Self-reporting uh, I'm assuming scares like, me. Well, but... But I guess that's what you're essentially doing in tournaments and leagues. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, currently, scorekeeping, when I go and play in a local tournament and I do my best of three, I don't have a tournament director breathing down my neck. It's, it's the two players have to agree on what happened. I mean, and I've only ever had, and it wasn't, I don't want to call it an incident, but I will. I only ever had one incident where a guy... Uh, was not watching the game. We were playing Getaway 2, and he thought mm-hmm. he had won because he had such a high score over me, and then I just destroyed him on ball three. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, I, I got, I finished up, and I walked up to him, and he stuck his hand out to shake my hand, and he said, good games, and I said, we're not done yet. <laughs> did you say it like that, or did you get yes, a I did. intimidation factor, we are not yeah, done Yeah, I yet. ended up winning, too, yeah, because we had felt, to go to the third game. Felt good, didn't And he's it? like, oh, I, and well, he, he didn't debate it. He goes, he goes, oh, really? Uh, I was just, you were so far behind. And I said, it was yeah, Tony, wasn't it? No, it was not. <laughs> it was not. And I said, no, no, I, no, I understand. I, I would have thought I had it in the bag too, if I were you, but uh, uh, no one else on the, on the game yet. He was able to go up and wait for it to cycle around. And he, he saw that I did actually pull ahead. Mm-hmm. And so. Never underestimate a creasel. It was, it was. I've uh, got that bumper sticker on the back of my Volvo, actually. It was a good ball, and the first two were terrible. But that's how good So this sounds like a new system, the ICR system. It's separate from, yeah, it doesn't, because normally for WAP, to earn Whoppers, uh, you have to have a whole bunch of provisions Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of how the tournament is run, how many people go to finals. Uh, the, the value of a Whopper is influenced by how the tournament is, what counts as a full game, things. It's, yeah, there's a whole formula. So this is a simpler process. This now will have its own ranking system, its own championship. 
mm-hmm. yearly championship. Top 64 eligible players in the ICRS of January 1st, 2021 are going to advance to the championship finals. <gasps> Maybe this is a system for me. Maybe. No, I don't have enough people around me to play. So no, you have people. There are people the world over. Yeah, I don't. There's something about a dollar in a prize pool and every ranked player up to a thousand dollars something. So new system with IFPA and look, they're adjusting and evolving because of these times. I think it's very smart, and they continue to uh, stay on the forefront. And they're going to be the leader in competitive pinball for eternity if they continue with this kind of consistency. So nicely done. It's that time of the week. We were talking about it before, but it applies ever more so to this segment. Blinded by the popularity. I don't... Whatever. Rev up like a douche. I swear it sounds like douche. But. Blinded by the market. Trending up and trending down. No? Nothing. No one wants to hear you sing on this podcast. Try up this week is apparently Twippy Trophies. Did you hear about this, Dennis? Nope. I was going to make this trending down, but I already had too many trending downs. Uh, so, uh, Jack Ranieri recently donated a boatload of stuff to Jack Bar for uh, to, to, to raise funds to keep Jack Bar in business in New York City. Did you hear about that? Yes. Okay. One of those items, which is now up on eBay, I can't make this up, people, is the fucking Twippy Award that was awarded to Jersey Jack Pinball for best theme in Willy Wonka. He's selling it. As of this recording, it is up to what the hell is wrong with you people, $1,300. Oh, Whoa. So turning up is the value value. of it. Yeah. Turning down maybe integrity. I think this is a horrible move. What? He's raising funds for No, no. Then do your underpants. Because selling off an award? He's not selling it. Jack Barr is. They gave it to him to raise funds. What are they supposed to do? Be like, oh. Sir, you This is the issue I have. He deliberately gave it to him. Is Jack Ranieri the one that's responsible for all of the theming on Willy Wonka? No. No. So when he gives away an award that is partly other people's accomplishments, maybe this, Jack, maybe somebody else that helped with that damn game would have appreciated it instead of, I guess, he's stockpiling over there in New Jersey and thought, eh, I can give one away. Ask your f***ing team if they want one. It's in the comp. I don't know why I'm getting angry. I, this yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, why are you getting so worked up, Zach? It's ridiculous. Like, Zach, I would be, if look, I helped if you really want to blame Jack be... for giving the award away as, as, a, as, a chair, as a charity thing, like it was a, like it, like he went to the Goodwill and dropped right? off all of his bowling trophies. You you can do that. You, yes. I can see that. Okay. But, but you, I don't think you can blame Jack Barr for selling it. And then he signed it. As if you slap in the face, sign the damn thing. Well, and that might be why it's going for so much, though, is people want that rare Jack signature. I don't even know what to think about this. It's it's hidden behind like a charity thing, so I know I'm going to get some grief, but find something else. God, man, the sanctity of the Twippy is now gone. In my opinion. Oh my God, you're dialing just, this to 11. It, no, it is like whenever these these coaches or these players are in a rough spot in Vegas and they end up selling off their fucking championship ring to the, the gold pawn star people. 
Yeah, but that doesn't like take the award and diminish it because one person did something with it. Maybe it raises the value. Maybe that's why it's training up. I don't know. I'm mixed on this one. I mean, I see how it impacts the sanctity. You know, the the sanctity and the structure that all comes down to the awards and how they're issued and the processes behind those. That you know, that's the the system that gives out the award. That and that's not impacted by. Thank you, thank you for adding some logic to this. You calmed me down there. Thank you, James. Maybe I had a a vested interest. I just don't like people giving away something that people worked hard on helping create. uh, What everybody voted for. But you're not involved anymore. And then I know I'm not. Well, you know. You're not. You're not. Hashtag dead to you. (laughs) Hashtag still sad. All right, so that's training down this week. Let's just get into training down. Training down is. Star Trek Next Generation. That thing is going up and down like a roller coaster, baby. Uh, a lot of them up on the market now. I still can't stop thinking about the fucking Twitter trophy. A lot of them Jeez. up and down on the market, uh, but with there being a saturation of them, you're starting to see the prices drop a little bit. It's a pin that I'd like to have, so I don't mind seeing the prices drop. And with rumors that everybody's starting back up, you're going to start seeing in the next, I would say, one month, the market on secondary machines is going to start to lower a little bit because of this buildup and this hype for new machines that are coming out, which includes Stern's next next release game, uh, as well as Hot Wheels, as well as just the idea that Jersey Jack might be coming out with something. You'll start to see the market temper off a little bit. Temper? Is that a word? Yeah, like with uh, blacksmithing. Okay. I, I don't know if it works here, but I'm going to use it. Also trending down in the same respect as Scared Stiff. I've seen a lot up on the marketplace right now, and I'm seeing the overall prices, even the sold prices, Dennis, start to decline just just a hair. Just a hair. Also trending down this week is trade-only sellers. Have you have you seen these son of a bitches? Ever worked with one, Dennis? Trade-only uh, sellers? No, I've only ever done one trade. So oh. I've, I've, but and it wasn't written advertising. It's an area player I knew, and I had something he wanted, and he had mm-hmm. something I wanted. So look, my blood boils when we're talking about Twippy trophies, but it boils even more when I reach out and see something is up for trade that I really, really want, and I say, "Hey, I know this is trade only, uh, but what what is the price of it?" And they say it's trade only. They have that accent usually. It's trade only. And I said, well, I, you know, look, we're fair guys. I get that it's trade only, but you're wanting to trade it for something. Let's say you're wanting to trade it for a scared stiff. How much do you value a scared stiff at? Then that may equate to how much you're wanting for the machine. It's trade only. Uh, look, you son of a bitch. Everything's got a price. Well, you trade only. Just put a damn price on it. I'll tell you what. What would you love getting out of it and add $500 just so I can tell you, yeah, that's too much. You're right. Trade only. Just put a price on it. Nope. It's trade only. Oh, fucking forget it. Forget it. Forget it. I don't, I don't understand. I understand why this is a problem. You are, especially for someone like you who claims to study the trends in the market, you already know what the game's worth. So you either offer a trade value that you think is appropriate or you walk and you move, just move on. Don't even contact them. This is like you, if someone says firm and you want to oboe them. No, they said firm, so move on. It's different. No, it's trade no, only. So he wants, different. he or she wants a trade proposal from you. So, but you already have a good sense as to whatever they, they're offering for trade has in terms of value. We all know what the value range on these things are. Yeah. Well, we think we do. So, 
So given that, what's the, you know what it's worth to you. That's all that matters. So you offer, it's like, okay, I'm trading a Willy Wonka. And then you want to, you, so you might go, okay, well, I've got, I've got the Stern Pro. I'm willing to give you that plus a thousand dollars. It's just so irrational. It's just so irrational. I don't know. They, I, I don't see why it's irrational. They, because They're you're clearly so clearly like, oriented around keeping a certain sized lineup, and that's why I'll they give you seven thousand dollars for it, even though you know it's only worth five. No, I said trade only. Oh, forget it. Because forget they it. don't want to go to the trouble of doing the buy. They want to take something out and put something in, and to them, the convenience is worth mandating a trade only. You're trying to change the paradigm of the negotiation. So your issue isn't actually them not saying what the value of it is. You're actually mad that they won't take cash under any scenario. Yes. Because it okay, makes, makes no sense. Uh, okay, I see why it bugs you, but I mean, it's their property, so who cares, really? Oh. I mean, why? I mean, I don't. Even, I don't. I don't see a point to trending it. <sighs> and wouldn't it be trending up if more and more people are uh, trying to do trade only because it's becoming more popular? No. Yeah, that's, that's got more not popular, how this more works. stuff, more money trending up, and. I'm assuming if you want my guess as to why it's trending up, Zach, because it's trending up, according to you, Mm. is that with people being on lockdown and stuff, maybe they're trying to minimize contact with multiple individuals and they'd rather just do one exchange at once. There. Why are you trying to get people sick? That's my question for you, Zach. Why are you trying to ruin this segment? This segment sucks. So we're going to kind of do... I'm trying to ruin this segment. I'm co-host on the show. Each and every week. I'm going to put my fingerprints on this segment to some degree. And it that's feels like you're doing. putting your shit prints on it. To be no, honest, I'm putting some. I'm putting on my critical thinking fedora, and <laughs> I love that it's my a fedora hat. I'm putting on my Panama, and I'm just asking some questions that I think a lot of the listeners would ask, but they don't want to bring it up with you because you just throw in a bunch of screaming goats. Oh, like the screaming goat? No. <laughs> God. I knew I shouldn't have said it, but you see, that's the thing. No one can tell you anything because you always just double down. Oh, some people say I'm blinded by the light. Oh, oh. Maybe I should just not talk during that. That's what you used to like back on the Twip podcast. People just did not say anything during market trends. No, this is my favorite. Whenever you did that, I tried to uh, make you giggle. It was like a win. Yeah. Right. It went for you. For me, there's no victory no matter what. It's like choose your own adventure and every page ends in death. You know what also trending up this week is actually, we've done it before and we'll do it again. If the numbers don't lie, it is what it is. Pinball market trends in general. This is meta, very meta of me, to trend up pinball market trends. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because we have a, uh, a lover of the show. His name is Ian Harrower. He's a Canadian, I believe. Not that yes. that matters. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but he says uh, in a post to us recently, pinball market trends does deserve its own podcast. It is too big and, and, and important to be held back by the confines of a single show. Moreover, I like that. I use moreover a lot. Moreover, it deserves its own RSS feed so that people can enjoy its greatness without interruption by other segments. Let that little bird fly. Aw, Ian, see, he's a supporter. Yeah, of it not being a part of any other show. I know what he was doing there. I sent him a meme that yeah. says, I think this is a trap. <laughs> you Damn, hey, a goat. I, I would be quite supportive of you. You can even have it on the on the TPN. I won't even make you put it on a separate <laughs> RSS. Have it, give it its own show. Go wild with it. Do what <sighs> it can be your creative outlet. It already is. 
Oh, I'm going to go wild this week for the deals of the week because we got a lot of them. I really don't like that you added deals of the week because this just pads the segment out so much for nothing. Oh, we still got another sub-segment here. Monster Bash Limited Edition outside of Richmond, Texas by the pinsider name of Mizzou70. Mizzou70, you're in the wrong state then. Um, M-I-Z-Z-O-O-70. He or she has a Monster Bash Limited Edition for 7100 7100 that's pretty good. Current plays around 160 with some some mods on there, like the Frankenstein table mod, some trough lighting. Bye, bye, bye! Yeah, that's a good deal. That's a really, really good deal. The firm, you know what we do here on Pinball Market Trends. Tell him that you don't accept firm. Firm is a joke. Offer him, meh, offer him $7,025. And if he accepts it, Call him a liar. Bye, bye, bye. No so deal. Stu- that is so, so That is so stupid. That, he, if you do that, I hope he tells you, wow, if you're actually going to do this over $75, then you can go f- off. Well, he checked the little box that says That's firm. right, and he should hold to it. He should hold to it. In fact, no, he should say, no, never mind. I've changed my mind. Trade only. What if somebody says $7,200? No, I was firm on 71 that's I what, you know what? That. I said, all right, I would have said it. I said, all right, I already gave you the price I want. I'm not taking more. I might call Mizzou and say, I'll offer you 7200 for it. And if he says, yeah, I'm going to say, deal's off. You're not a man or woman of your word. Bye, bye, bye. See, see where that, that pigeonhole thinking gets you, Dennis? That was my example right there. I, I just don't understand why you take these sellers and it's like you don't price police them, but you do everything else to impossible. Jack Ranieri already messed up this freaking trend segment this week. Poor Twippy. If it wasn't thirteen hundred, I'd I'd buy that Twippy. Thirteen hundred. That is asinine. Thirteen hundred. I don't know what I, I'd do with it. But the pawn yeah, might be off him. now. So here you go. You lost this. I'm gonna sign mine and pawn it off. I'd sign it, sign it, and mail it back to him. Go, here, <sighs> you got my signature on it now. So Jack. maybe next time Jack Farr can get less. Yeah, so many hard workers on Willy Wonka, and you give it away. Also a deal of the week this week is an X-Men LE Magneto edition listed for trade, but it gives a value of about $6,000. Magneto edition, it also comes with a Newton Ball mod for the Wolverine shot. Not crazy about that. I like the original. That's okay. He put the icicles on the ramps, which I can appreciate. Looks good. He put the the uh, the blue guy in the back. I don't know what the hell his name is. Uh, lo- no, it's uh, it, he looks like the guy off of Watchmen. He's like... I don't know. Huh. He's blue. Huh. He's blue. It's not Iceman? It's, maybe it's Iceman. That would make sense. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, illuminate, illuminated pop-ups, illuminated backboard, and a color DMD. This is on Pinside by Tokyos and Blaster out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He doesn't show a picture of the trough or the shooter lane, which I don't appreciate, but with a color DMD, a Magneto edition, and the other mods, trade listed value at $6,000, looking for an Elwin game, or would sell it outright. This is a guy that makes sense to me. Nicely done. Tokyo's in Blaster. Oh, it's Tokyo Sand Blaster. <laughs> but he's not in Tokyo. Why aren't you criticizing Tokyo's. his location? Because this guy seems like a rational uh, seller and trader. I like it. Bye, bye, bye! Couple more quick deals of the week. One is an attack from Mars Pinball Machine Graphic Armor Dust Cover by Pinball Armor on Pinside. They're discontinuing this idea. Um, it's it's a dust cover, but it also has art on it. It's a really novel and good concept. The price is $59. 
They probably won't make anymore. It is a product that's approved by Planetary Pinball. Bye bye bye! Absolutely bye 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 on that. That's a cool little piece. As well as you don't see these often by my boy Schmitty out of Evansville, Indiana on Pinside. An Earthshaker sinking building mod. Those were found oftentimes in the prototypes. Um, but he received a new prototype, doesn't need this mod. And he's got it for 450. Now, before you say, whoa, 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 that seems a little high, where else are you going to get one? Instead of it being high, 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 I would buy, buy, buy! Buy, buy, buy! On that sinking building mod. He also has a full ramp set at $300 and plastics at $150. Go ahead and doll up your Earthshaker with those accessories now. And also, we haven't done this in a while, but uh, trending. What the f? <laughs> a Whitewater. Seymour Goldfarb Jr. Out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And Pittsburgh's going to take the title of Pinball Town over Chicago here if we don't watch out. On Pinside, is selling a Whitewater for trade only. Restored Whitewater. Oh, looking for a dialed-in or a Gilligan's Island with a nice playfield? That's weird. A restored Whitewater. He lists all the new Merco playfield set, the new Cliffies, the topper, everything. Then you look at his pictures. And the cabinet looks like it was rolled down a fucking hill. <laughs> uh, restored I can see the wood on the cabinet Ch no you're not allowed to say restored if the cabinet looks less than player's condition this is what I would call partially restored can we not get these terms right maybe I'll have a special presentation of the pinball show where I give everybody maybe a classification system for buying and selling that we can all agree upon and conditions of pinball machines this is not restored the cabinet is in fair condition. Eh. Well, at least there are photos so people can judge. Good point, Dennis. I mean, that's what I usually do now. Like, I'll, I'll say, my playfield has wear. Look at the photos for the specifics because I don't want to be criticized for, oh, well, you didn't mention there was a chip around the J insert. And it's like, uh, I said, look at the photos. So. Oh, <laughs> I said, look at the photos, bro. That's why I take. That's why I usually take like twenty to thirty photos. I'm like, let the photos tell you. I'm not here to verbally write or narratively explain every little thing with the game. I ain't got no time for that. Man, you've really been pumping up a toadstool from Mario. I mentioned this. him like twice. Yeah, you've really been and pumping up. His name up is Toad. Toad. Yeah, not Toadstool. No, just Toad. Really? Just call him Toad. You've I'm my best. You've been really pumping up Toad, which makes me think you've taken. A little bit of a toad your own because you're very, very overly logical this week. A lot of <laughs> overly logical, overly logical there statements. There is no such thing. And yeah, to speak of it as treason. Yeah, it's kind of contradiction. Just right there, an example. I feel like I'm working with Data today. His name's Data. Oh, sorry. Damn. Uh, that was what because I say Data all the time. That I'm was not. I, I couldn't. I couldn't countermind. I was explaining once. It's like, no, that's a someone's name. You can't. You don't get to repronounce people's names. And I was like, you have a good point. He's Data, and apparently, so you know, because I didn't know this until recently. Yeah. On Star Trek, whoever said it, whoever said any word first, name of a race or a character, that's what they went with. That's how it was defined. So oh. whoever spoke first got it because most of the next generation cast would have said Data. The first Make person who said the two. name of the character said data, so that's what they went with. Hmm. I just, I've chalked it up to, I'm not going to be able to win this week. You're firing on all cylinders. I can't win. win. Yeah, I can't win. You, what, you're, what? You're, you're good. You're, you're killing you, it this week. To win what? And against the forces of Mordor, there can be no victory. I, you know, I'm thinking about the, the listener's affection for this week. 
They I, always I, like you and your weird creative stuff. Well, I'm conceding this week, but I will tell you this much. Even when I concede, I have fellow comrades who have my back. As exampled in this week's Viewer Trends. Hit it! So, God, concede. More like conceded. <laughs> Trending up this week, Cactus Jacks. Why have a JJP Pirates of the Caribbean, the Big Lebowski, and a Rick and Morty when you can have your very own $35,000? Serial number two, Cactus Jacks. This is Gottlieb's 1991 masterpiece. Yee-haw! Let's party. Loaded with sizzling country rock music, two-ball multi-ball, and dancing cacti. Come on down to Florida and get it. Woohoo! Bye, bye, bye! See? See, the viewers yeah. are speaking now. Uh-huh. It's all your correspondence. No, I think you tell them that their their jobs are on the line. They don't give you this stuff. That's not true. I've never played Cactus Jacks. Trending up this week, family road trips for summer vacations. Hey, get ready. It's time to pack up the family Land Cruiser 1970 style and live out National Lampoon's COVID-19 vacation. Yes, want a relaxing vacation without a care in the world while your family plays in a safe new environment? Sorry, those days are gone like Donald Trump's comb over blowing in a hot virus wind. Hashtag fake news rules. (laughs) Whoa, Greg, Bobby getting a little political there. Mm. Yeah, that because that'll never upset anyone on a pinball mm. show. Yeah, he even has uh, sound effects. I can much appreciate Yeah, that was uh, pretty clever, though. Trending down this week, COVID-19 safety information. Masks on, masks off. Gloves on, gloves off. Visits on, visits off. It's like the COVID version of the Karate Kid with you playing the confused Ralph Macchio acted role of Daniel and your local health authorities playing the stern taskmaster of Mr. Miyagi. Hi! Hey, Din Din, can we keep him? You do what you do, whatever you want. Can we keep him? I want to keep him. I don't want to keep this segment. It's stupid. Oh man! And that was your pinball show viewer trip. Oh wait, wait, wait a minute! Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen, right under the gun, we've got one more for you. Oh my god! Trending down this week. Dan Dan's patience for my voice. Yes, what started out as a brilliant side segment has definitely jumped the proverbial happy day shark as the brilliant TPS co-host wrestles with his need to laugh out loud, but also struggles with the need to strangle me at the same time. Hashtag Arthur Fonzarelli. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) It's as if he knows my own mind. Oh my gosh, they've become self-aware, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> my plan is working. Uh. And that was a Pinball Show presents this week's Pinball Market Trends. Whoa, oh, my poor family. They're, they're, they're alarmed. Are they coming down the stairs? Yes, at you? <laughs> yes they are. Daddy, what's wrong? Why is Daddy angry at Din Din? (laughs) Oh, man. I think I popped a blood vessel on that one. In my wiener. (laughs) Jeez.
All right, Dennis, our time this week together comes to an end, but before Thank so... Thank God. <laughs> you got to sell a Cactus Jacks, don't you? <laughs> or a Jacks to open. Uh, I've, it's already sold and was prepaid by oh. the power of friends and family, so... Nice. It is being picked up, though, here in a little bit. Well, good deal. I don't know why I thought about this. I was still thinking of the Blinded by the Light song, but easily oh you can God. transform the light with Dwight. Blinded by the light. That's, that's a t-shirt. Sorry, that, that is fairly That's a t-shirt. I'm not sure Dwight would like that. When is he going to turn in the Why Zach is Wrong? Maybe you could have him host instead of me when it, like next I, week. Know, I, don't think, I don't think Dwight's got it in him anymore. He knows. He's what? conceded to <laughs> me. He's done. Like, he's too old to begin the training. He's, hey, he's laid down. Yeah, <laughs> he's laid down. Speaking of laying down, that's what I'm about to do. So tell these people where they can catch you in between. Uh, over with the Eclectic Gamers Podcast, which is at eclecticgamers.com. You can always email me, eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com, and I will be able to read it. Absolutely. You can follow us at the Pinball Network by emailing us at thepinballnetwork at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, which would be greatly appreciated as we're building a group there, and YouTube, as well as rating us on iTunes or any of your favorite review catchers. <laughs> Or the website at thepinballnetwork.net. And if you're ready to buy a brand new pinball machine, come to your buddy, come to your pal. You know you're going to be taken care of by myself at Flipping Out Pinball. And if you're interested in something that you're hearing rumors about, and you want to make sure you can get one of them, eh, give us a call there too. We'll put you on our rumored list for that particular title. 812-457-9711, flippinoutpinball.com is the website, and the email is Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter N, out, pinball.com. Also, you can find me at Straight Down the Middle of Pinball Show, a YouTube video series. Uh, I think our next episode's 109. We got it in the can. I'm editing it now. We may or may not be reviewing certain pinball stranger things. Ooh, that'd be a good one. I hope you brought in your outside reviewers. Hashtag shill. Hashtag I didn't because people didn't like it as much as me being honest. And well, that's it not no no that's not surprise. Like it's not straight down the middle with a bunch of people we've never seen. <sighs> Which is why I never allowed myself to become yeah. contaminated with a reviewer status. Contaminated. All right, what's going on now on the Pinball Network? Well, I streamed The Big Lebowski. You can go back and watch that video on demand, as well as Duncan's video on the Check Fuses F114, F115. That is a very common issue that comes up on WPC and Bally Williams games, so that's going to be a big help. What the Flip streamed a mystery game, which ended up being Wheel of Fortune. You don't see that too often, Dennis. Mm, yeah, Joel- I, I don't think I've ever played it either. Joel Engelberth aired just another pinball podcast episode two exclusively on the pinball network. Getting good I reviews. Heard that. Yeah, good reviews mm-hmm. there. Don't Panic Flip battled our new TPN streaming affiliate. We've not announced it, but we are going to this week once he finally sends me a picture. Mystery Pinball Theater 3000. Very I entertaining see, I guy. I didn't see this stream, but I did see uh, Mystery Pinball Theater last night playing Ghostbusters. Yeah, I saw that as well. So uh, we'll start sharing that, and we're glad he has joined the team here at TPN. But they were battling on Ghostbusters, plus they had two additional commentators. I think Pinsomniac and somebody else was wow. there. Uh-huh. Fancy pants. Silver Brawl Chronicles aired episode four entitled... Not entitled. Maybe he is entitled. Entitled... <laughs> Bat shit crazy, the Python Angelou story. There's a Python Yeah, Angelou. I just finished that this morning. 
that was well done. People are raving about that series. And finally, Turbo Graphics, seven streams Oktoberfest with American Pinballs and, uh, I guess, TPN streaming affiliate David Brennan. Hmm. All very cool. What's coming up this week on TPN, Dennis? I'm glad you asked. It's oh, the, uh, I was more, <laughs> if you would like me to say, I'm more than happy to. We will have a new final round <gasps> pinball podcast on the uh, Ooh, network. Lovely. Jeff and Martin are hard at work uh, mm-hmm. and have confirmed that it will be coming out this week. That'd and then I think good. there are some new streaming affiliates. One you just hinted at above a bit ago. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You're going to be seeing some more streaming affiliates come out. So that's exciting. We're growing, Dennis. Our family is growing. Do you have another extra couple hugs in you? Mm. I appreciate all the work everyone does in pinball, be it on TPN or out of TPN. What, are you becoming a politician behind my back? I what is going so. on? Maybe we're farming political leaders now. Shit. <laughs> yeah, because I was so diplomatic all throughout this entire uh, episode. <laughs> Just ask Craig Bobby how you know polite and politique I handled his uh, his issues. I love my little Craig Bobby. Yeah. I know he's your favorite. Uh, my little Craig Bobby. You other Look. correspondents need to step up because Craig's the favorite. Mm. What was that Men in Black show where like the head popped out of Johnny Knoxville? Remember that? The little what? mutant head? That's my Craig Bobby. He's just going to... Oh, the Edgar suit where the alien was in the skin suit? No, there. I forgot, I thought there was like a Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. He had like a side head that wasn't very developed, but it was still there. What was that off of? I haven't seen all the Men in Blacks, so it could be a Men in Black that I didn't see. That's Craig Bobby. He's just emerged out of me. Or, or is he Quado? From in a non-sexual call. way. Quaid. Quaid. Oh, for Dennis Kreese, Lomzak, Manny. machine, unless it's a Sega, because I didn't know that it was part of the Stern Litany. I got your back, Craig. Get your Craigie on. That's what people need to do this week. Get that Craigie on. For Dennis Kreese, I'm Zach Minnie. Have a good night, good morning, good afternoon. It's not a kidney. And always practice safe pinball. And if you win a Twippy, maybe don't give it away and give it to somebody else that, uh, you know, worked hard on that game. I don't know, before just handing it off to somebody else. Up. So long. I'm the best. Toad up. I should have went with toad up. <laughs> Practice <laughs> 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 a pinball on. Turn up! That's a keeper. Mario. Good we don't play Mario Kart. Bring the blue sparks. Oh, hey. Your ass out of the No, line. don't think I don't know how to turn around every single corner like that, too. Oh, please. Hold, I'm, rev, I'm hold, rev, hold, rev, hold, get a red boom. combo, this double dash. Nah. You're going off Rainbow Road. You're going to be living. That little cloud guy's going to be fishing nope. you up constantly. You're hey. going to be like, why can't we play pinball? Why do we have to play a real I don't, game? I don't use bananas. I don't use green shells because they always just stay on my ass the whole time to block anything you got coming. Because Ain't you gonna know block no blue I'm shell. Be, Ain't going to well, block no lightning. I'm going to wait for you jump that ramp lightning you would need lightning because your ass is in last place all the way down you probably pick rainbow road ass she got down but she never got touch it's gonna make it through